Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Can we please have a moment of silence, Pat? Wait, 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 wait. We're, we're a, an audio and visual show. I, I don't think that's a good idea. I was going to say, and, and why? why? Why would we need to do that? Well, you see, this weekend, ESPN had a moment of silence. While also celebrating a dude beating a bunch of girls in the pool, um, we also are going to tackle the Rescue America package from Rick Scott. And apparently, um, the truth gets you banned from Twitter if you're the Babylon Bee. Welcome into today's Critical Thinking. I'm Andrew Coppins. He is Pat Oni. I'm at The Coppins Show. He's the at The Pat Oni Show um, on the Twitters, the Instagrams, the Getters, all that wonderful goodness. Oh, and Facebook too. Um, and do not forget, you can watch the show every single Monday through Friday on our Rumble page, rumble.com backslash critical thinking. And if you are so inclined to become a critical thinker alongside of us, you can just hit that join the locals community button on the Rumble page, or um, you can click the link that is right above the description of the video if you're watching us on Rumble. And you'll get the afterthought, 15 minutes or so thereabouts every single Monday through Friday of extra content. And today we're going to talk about um, something that has gone basically unreported in both right and left wing news media. And um, that is, um, is, is um, silencing opposition and making opposition illegal um, bad pat yes well we're going to talk about that happening in ukraine yes you've probably never heard about it so do not forget to become a critical thinker for as little as two dollars a month that's right two dollars a month or twenty dollars a year just hit that join button or the uh link in the description here on the rumble page and if you're on podcast it will also be linked in the description as well um but yeah that's what we're going to be talking about uh, so you're gonna, you're not gonna want to miss that. But we've got to start with um, the story of all stories here, Pat. And for me, it's it's the double whammy here. Okay, this weekend, ESPN celebrates women's sports. The NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament, it's most watched event in women's athletics, right? There's no event that's watched more in women's athletics than this. Well, maybe the Olympics, maybe. But on a yearly annual basis, right? No right. other women's sporting event gets as, as much attention as the NCAA Tournament, right? Right. Not even the Women's Professional Soccer League. None of that. Okay. 
So how did ESPN celebrate women in sports this weekend, Pat? How do you think they celebrated it? Um, do they, do they celebrate trans athletes in women's sports? Yep. You are correct. Um, they so. celebrated to the hilt. You could go to ESPN.com and the main story on ESPN.com and in, 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 in the drop down menu, right? The menu on the side of the, the screen, all about a dude who beats ladies in the pool. Meanwhile, Pat, meanwhile, they're so, so in tuned with the needs of the women's athletics that they um, they went silent for a minute in solidarity with their other Disney employees on Friday. Wait, what? Yep. The NCAA women's broadcasts, right, all were broken mm-hmm. into. A statement was read, and then they had a moment of silence. Yes, Pat. I, I, you have, you I'm, look I'm feeling quizzical. the understand something. What did they have a moment of silence for? I'm glad you asked. Because okay. that moment of silence was all about the don't say gay bill in Florida. Why? Why what? Why Why would they have a moment for silence for that bill in Florida? Well, because it's anti-LGBTQ, AI+, even which, by the way, the multitude of people who had to read that statement couldn't even get that acronym correct, which was hilarious to me. There were 10 different ways that people said it, by the way. I I have a question. How is it anti-gay or anti-LGBT? It's funny you should mention that, Pat. Because, question for you. Yeah. How many times is the word gay or lesbian or bisexual or trans or any of those terms used in that bill? Um, I don't think they are at all, are they? You would be correct. Uh, those words are never once used in that bill. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm having I'm having some struggles here of understanding why they are. Uh, what looks to be protesting this bill. Like, like what's, what's the problem with it? I don't know, Pat. Um, because <laughs> when you actually read the uh-huh. freaking bill, when you actually read it, uh-huh. Uh-huh. all it is is a ban on sex ed in the classroom for kindergarten to third grade. It's so it has nothing to do with being gay or bisexual or even trans for that matter. Or straight. Mm-hmm. You as a teacher are not allowed to teach sexualization to young kids. That's the ban. If if a child asks you about a sexual situation, how would you handle that? It used to be I I understand the question. Um, you can talk to your parents about that, right? Or or or, or come up with a very generic answer and say if you want if you want more, talk to your parents. I'm for uh, I, th- that's not my place, right? And, and I guess I guess as a teacher, you could always say, "Hey, your your kids asking questions about this. You might want to say something about it at home." You know, if 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 it warrants that, I guess. But but here's here's the thing. Um, why is there a problem with this? I don't know. Doesn't doesn't this make sense? Doesn't this protect the innocence of children for a while? Um, doesn't it protect them from a, a a an already hyper sexualized world and just let them be kids? Doesn't it do that? Wouldn't you want that? Whether you're on the left or the right, wouldn't you want that? Yeah, you would think, but we don't live in that world, Pat, and we haven't for a very long time. When we've got drag queen story hour, you know, when we've got all of these other things, we got TikTok out there, right? You're going to let your five-year-old on TikTok? Do you know how much unrepentant sexual um, content exists in which, by the way, you can't really filter out? 
Dude, I'm, I'm 33 and I don't even let myself on TikTok. Well, that's because you're just not hip. I, did, did you use that correctly? I think so. Yeah. Oh, man. Now, I want you to think about this, Pat. Okay. So, on the one hand, what is ESPN protesting? Something that doesn't actually exist. Right. And then they're celebrating, on the other hand, something that shouldn't exist. They spent all weekend just... Yeah, Thomas is the best thing since sliced bread. Come again? No, no, thank you, Pat. Yeah. Um. So, over the weekend, we watched um, a dude beat the living tar out of girls in the 500-yard uh, freestyle event at the NCAA championships. Uh-huh. Oh, and by the way, Pat, um, this individual, Mr. Thomas, um, uh-huh. swam about two and a half to three seconds slower than the best time that they have ever swam all year long. Uh-huh. And still won by almost two seconds. And to give you an idea of what two seconds looks like in a pool, uh, Mr. Thomas is over six feet tall, right? Right. That's so over three body lengths. Yeah. That's 18 feet. Mm-hmm. That's a lot in a in a pool. That's a lot. Now, it is true that later on in the weekend, Mr. Thomas didn't win in the 100 or 200 freestyle events. However, that those are not the events that they really train for. That's just an extra. You know, it's just like um, watching the the long-distance swimmers swim the short distance. It's a very different animal altogether. Even then, um, the allegation from people at this event is that uh, Mr. Thomas was actually just tanking, meaning swimming way slower. And how do we know that? Because just like in the other event... She was, or he, in this case, was swimming seconds slower than they've ever swam throughout the entirety say, of the season. That, that was going to be my question. I was like, well, well, he lost. Was he trying to win in those? No. From my understanding is no. You could see. So one of two things was happening. Either, either he was tanking or just so exhausted from that 500-yard event that uh that he just lost all ability to mm, is it possible i don't, I don't sure. find one is likely is it possible sure but pat i want i want you to see something here because something miraculous happened this weekend okay and it took place at the ncaa swimming championships and I want you to hear this because I think this is a perfect microcosm of the problem we have in our society with reality and feelings. I want you to I want you to hear this and watch this. Are you saying you think that his body is the same as the other girls in the pool? Everybody is different. Are you saying he doesn't have male organs? Do you think that you know everything about I'm not. I don't think. I don't think that she. I think you're twisting words. I think you have neither. Oh, actually, let me ask. Let me ask you. Does he have no? I'm a woman. That is not a woman. That is not a woman. Can I ask you a question? Do you have ovaries? Can I ask you a question? Oh my God! Don't be ridiculous. I'm not a vet, but I know what a dog is. You rely on stupid arguments because you don't have an argument. I'm not an astrophysicist, but I know what space is. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you know how space works. I'm happy to have a real conversation with you if you'd like. If you want to have a conversation, 
women's sports. If this is alright with you, then then I'm sorry, but it's insane. Absolutely insane. This is this not a microcosm of how conversations are going in the general culture today? This is this this is the epitome of what, what how these conversations are happening, right? Uh, you know, they're, they're, we're having conversations with people that are trying to say you're wrong. You need to accept my narrative, otherwise you're wrong. And that's what and this it happens guy on both doing. sides, right? And it happens oh, yeah, on no, both it sides. It does. It absolutely does. But this guy was like, "You have to accept my narrative, or you're wrong." So that, that, that was the crux of his argument. Right. And so here's the other crux of the argument and why I think this is the microcosm. It was accept my narrative, trust the experts, and if you don't have expertise, you can't possibly have an opinion. That is the crux of the argument we've been having for the past three years, basically, when it comes to the pandemic, when it comes to science, when it comes to um, transgender issues and things like that. Right. And right. But I thought she did this argument the best. I'm not a vet, but I know what a dog is. And I would know what a male and a female dog looks like, right? Right. Okay. And then we also heard her say, I'm not an astrophysicist, but I know what space is. Did you notice the argument he made right back to that? But you don't know how space works. You don't know how it works. Yeah. Um. Do I understand gravity and no gravity? Do I understand? Are you serious with that? And this is something that you and I are actually working on behind the scenes. Um, is exploring this concept of um, trust the experts. Experts are the only people who know what's best for us. Has history taught us that that is the truth? Has history taught us that that is an absolute falsehood? Or is it somewhere in between? We're exploring that and, and you know, putting some things together in, uh, behind the scenes on this concept. But what in the absolute hell? How can you possibly have a conversation when one side's not open, the other side is not open either, I don't think, here? But it can't be a conversation when you can't deal in objective reality. She is asking, is that a man or a woman in the pool? And the other individual will not answer it. Won't answer that question. Won't. I guarantee you if she asked what's a woman, this guy would come up with about 30 different ways of explaining it away. Instead of, it, there's an objective reality to what a woman is. There really is. And if you cannot accept that, just like there is an objective reality of gravity, okay? Are there instances in which gravity doesn't exist? Yes, but they're few and far between here on Earth, okay? Are there instances in which somebody who has female organs might not be a technical woman? Yes, but it is the one in 900 million chance of that being a case. It is an absolute abnormality. That is not what we are talking about here, though. We are talking about a dude who still has yet to um, remove the things that make him a dude who has gone through puberty like we had talked about on Friday. I, I just I just can't even. So, speaking of speaking of dude looks like a lady, do not forget our fine friends over at the Reigns of Izzo. All right. I'm Dominic Izzo. And I'm Common Sense Ashley. And we'd love you to join us every Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern for the Rants of Izzo. We will be talking about everything from politics to porn. Can you handle it? And your sister's ass. Uh, And what happens if they don't listen to us, Ashley? You're dead to us. 
That's it. It's plain and simple. It. There's You're no, dead to us. No other point for this promo whatsoever. Make sure you join us. You can watch us live. You can comment, call in. Rantsavizzo.com. Rantsavizzo here Monday through Friday. It's 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. That's right. Every day. Monday through Friday. Don't Nothing miss else. it. That's it. We're done. That's cool. it. Promo cut. Yeah, Love ya. All right, Bye. cool. See ya. I hit that button. There we go. We need a, by the way, we need an intern. You, you know what I don't appreciate there? I, I, I hate that he always says that we need an intern. What about us? Why don't we get an intern? Yeah, I mean, if you are uh, into video production and you're into libertarianism, we would love to work with you. Help us improve the show. You, know, you can gain some experience while, uh, while we look better. And we will pay you $100 every time we win Dominic Izzo's money playing the B or not the B. Exactly. Yep, yep. Now, before we get into the B or not the B, Pat, um, because we've got more on this whole entire subject. Um, you know whose daughter, um, participated in the NCAA women's swimming championships, 500 yards, uh, event? No, I mean, I don't really watch the swimming, so I, uh, I, you, know, I, I don't you know. bigot. Well, no, I'm kidding. Uh, how the hell are you supposed to know that? Um, but Pat Forty, the, uh, woke panic porn pushing moron of the past two years uh-huh. his his daughter uh-huh <clears throat> literally missed out by one place his daughter participated in this event and mr woke sports himself has had nothing to say about his daughter losing out on her opportunity to compete on a level playing field for a championship. Brooke Ford, or 40, of Stanford finished fourth. She missed out on the podium because a dude kicked their ass. Now, just in case you're wondering what Pat Forty might have to say about this, well, in January, which is the last time he commented on this, he blamed the Thomas hysteria on people who, quote, don't give a damn about women's sports. While, according to OutKick, not ruling out that he might have a problem with a transgendered swimmer competing against his daughter and other biological females, saying... I think the expectation is that this would be very late to change the rules of this game and to put her out of that. There is a major question of inclusivity, fairness. Is this damaging to women's sports? Do we ever get to a point where we have a third category at the college level? Men swimming, women's swimming, and transgendered swimming. It's funny. Some of the folks who are really wound up about this and screaming about the fairness about women's sports really don't give a damn about women's sports, he continued. They're using this as a political wedge issue, and they're using it as a sign that the country has absolutely run amok and has lost its mind to political correctness and blah, blah, blah. There are a lot of political opinions about this, but some of them are cloaked, I think, in bogus terms. Says the guy who has literally peddled panic porn for the past two and a half years, Pat. Oh. <sighs> Says the guy who has peddled all the falsehoods during COVID humanly possible. You would think he would be a normal parent here, though, and would be just as pissed off as everyone else that a dude beat out his daughter and kept her from placing in the NCAA tournament for swimming. And just so you're aware, by the way, Pat, the other Pat here um, had this to say. It is top three that matters according to who. Someone who has never attended a college swim meet and wouldn't know a flip turn from a football? Trophies are awarded 1 through 8 and points scored 1 through 16. Yeah, that's fine. But your 16th place point is still a 15th place point if this dude wasn't kicking your daughter's ass in the pool. 
another question here. How many of these particular uh, college athletes are also trying to make it to something like the Olympics? All of them. Okay. Also that would include Pat. his daughter, right? Correct. Who swims at Stanford, one of the best programs in the country, by the way. Okay, so so then here here's my next question. Um, wouldn't something like this, finishing fourth place, um, potentially keep you from getting to that Olympic dream? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are we going to okay, allow Leah picture. Thomas, I mean, Mr. Thomas, yeah. to go to the Olympics? Apparently so. But remind you, I want to remind you of this, Pat. This is the same Pat Forty who had this to say at last year's NCAA men's basketball tournament. Not saying this is a uh, causal relationship, but the three coaches who seemed the least interested in wearing their masks this season were Brad Underwood, Bob Huggins, and Chris Beard. Gone, gone, gone. Celebrating the fact that, uh, you know, the anti-mask crowd got their comeuppance. Oh, and by the way, Pat Forty's daughter made the Olympic swim team. Uh, for the this past Olympics, what does that do for a repeat? Because they, I, I don't know. I, I don't know either. And I, I here's the thing: I hope that she would get, hopefully, get a spot. You know, but it, it, this is this is this is silly. Absolutely. You think he give a gave a crap about that woman? By the way, who finished ninth and didn't make the finals? Broken, Does anybody breaking down in tears? By the way, <clears throat> and but there is some good news that came out of this, Pat. And I think we talked about this on Friday, right. but over the course of the weekend, not a single cheer could be heard for Leah Thomas. Mister Thomas got booed. Mister Thomas got the silent treatment, and I think that's one excellent way for the crowd. But I, I, I still go with Ainsley. I still go with uh, Todd Erzin's stance on this. Don't get off the block. Go up there and then refuse to get into the pool. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the best way to do it. But didn't they um, correct And this isn't wrong, about, but... by the way, this is not about the being anti-trans or or any of that sort of stuff. I, you know, I, I can't imagine what's going on in somebody's brain and, and how they're feeling with all of those things. I, I, I can't. It's not something that you right. and I can comprehend. At the same point in time, what I also can't comprehend is a dude thinking, well, I suck at men's sports, so I'm going to take two years, by the way, off, and then magically I'm going to reinvent myself as a woman. So that I can feel better about myself in a competitive standpoint. Right. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, though, but didn't the um, second and third, I think maybe even the fourth place, didn't they all get on the podium together, like in like that third place spot and take a picture together? And mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Thomas was on the other end all by himself. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. But what this is about for me is a level, at least as level as it comes biologically as possible. And is the answer a third category? No. The answer is you compete as your biological self. Or your, would it also be in this case, your physiological self? Right. And I'm sorry that you suck to the point where you're the 290th ranked man in in that event. But that doesn't mean you get to trump actual women in women's sports. It just doesn't. Now, with that having been said, Pat, <clears throat> speaking of uh, biological men, <clears throat> did you hear who Babylon B announced as their woman of the year? You mean of their man of the year? Oh, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Richard Levine. No, Rachel Levine, Pat. No, Richard Levine. <clears throat> no, 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 Rachel Levine. No, no, you got it wrong. It's Richard. No, no, that's Richard of the Week, Pat. 
that that's also true, but it's it's Richard Levine. No, it's Rachel. You bigot. His name is Richard Levine. That is his birth name. Yeah, but you're dead naming him. What do you mean I'm dead naming him? That's his name. That's not the name that that person identifies as anymore. You dead naming oh, bigot. Oh, oh, okay. <clears throat> Does this mean I can identify as Bill Gates? <clears throat> what? Does this mean I can identify as Bill Gates and be rich? No. You what? You really want to go down that road, uh, Mr. Epstein's best friend? Yeah, no, no, that's like, ooh, yeah, good, good point. Never mind. Uh-huh. Also, also, um, they got banned from Twitter for that little stunt. For calling Richard Levine a man? Did you see the tweet? Yeah, I did. They got banned. I have a question on this, by the way. For calling him, her, a, the man of the year from Babylon B. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, to this date, they have yet to take that tweet down, and they're still suspended from what I understand. Uh, so I, I, have, I have a question. Yes, you do. Um, so I, I put up on Twitter last night that uh, Twitter suspending the Babylon B for calling Richard, a.k.a. Rachel Levine, a man, is ridiculous and stupid considering he is... A man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mm-hmm. plain. It's a plain and simple fact. That's not an opinion, and it's not up for debate. Uh, thank you for coming to my TED talk. Now, my my question here is: Why did the Babylon Bee get banned, and I didn't? <clears throat> You're not important enough, Pat. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> that I mean. So this is the point that these guys need to be making. Mm. When they do these lawsuits, it's arbitrary, it's capricious, it is, there is no, they apply the rules only to certain accounts when they get big, or when they go viral, or whatever. Right. This is, it, would I understand it if it was a blanket policy? Potentially. <laughs> Potentially, it, because I I still struggle with the, the, this is a private business, they can set the terms, Right. Right. Right, uh huh. But then also free speech, and the straddling of the line of publisher versus versus platform, right? Right. They love to be a platform when they want, right? They uh-huh. hate being a platform when they want. They love being a publisher when they want, and then hate being a publisher when they want. So that's what that it's insane. Now, speaking of which, Pat, I think this is a great time for us to play the B or not the B. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. Time to hit me with that headline. All righty, then. Media. Gas prices have always been above $7, and we've always been at war with Russia. Media. Gas prices have always been above $7, and we've always been at war with Russia. Is this the B or not the B? Um, and while you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, a little update on the uh, American Pride Roasters front for you all. We are now at $15,470. We actually beat that $15,000 goal, Andrew, that you set for us last week. Um, they are there. Um, but please, 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 if you, if you have a few extra bucks lying around, please consider donating to magic beans for dave dm and faith over on funly.com as they can still use all the help that they could possibly get um it is um they're they're great people it's to help to get them back on their feet get their house rebuilt hopefully get american pride roasters back online um they they really could just use all the help and they they're really good salt of the earth kind of people so uh, if you could find in your heart go to funly.com um, it's magic beans for Dave and DM and faith and, uh, just, just donate what you can spare for them because they really could use the help. Absolutely. All right. So one more time with that headline media gas prices have always been above $7 and we've always been at war with Russia. Is this the B or not the B? Ooh. This is 
not the B. Are you sure? Because this is the ultimate gaslighting, right? From the media. I don't know, is it? Yeah. No, I think this is the Babylon B. This is a great reference to 1984. Are you sure? No, I'm not, but I'm going to go with the uh, Babylon B on this one. Or is that your final answer? Final answer. I feel like I gave it away because you were almost going to go with not the B on this. Mm-hmm. So, but it is, it is the Babylon B. And this is a reference to 1984, right? Well, um, it, it doesn't explicitly say that, but well, I would because say remember yes. in 1984, we've always been at war with East Asia until we were at war with West Asia. Right. Right. right and and right, all that right. stuff. So this, right. and then this has always been the truth, except for now it's not the truth and something else is the truth. Right. Well, mainstream media outlet are reporting this week that gas prices have, have always exceeded $7 a gallon, and we've always been at war with Russia. Also, there's never been such a thing as COVID. CNN's Anderson Cooper was fact-checked by Snopes after his nightly broadcast. He was given a rating of entirely true. Anderson Cooper and all who agree with him are correct, Snopes confirmed. He has never reported an outright lie or spread misinformation. Nightly News with Lester Holt changed its name to Facts with Less and is just constant list of things of loyal citizens to be aware of. Trans surgery for kids is good. There is no such thing as a slippery slope. We have been at war with Russia since the be- time began. Jesse Smollett is innocent, and everyone loves Stacey Abrams, said Holt. He then turned to camera two. Breaking news. America has never existed. You live in China. Uh, Uggers aren't real. Politifact. Wait, what? You said Uggers. It's Uyghurs. Is it Uyghurs? I don't know how to say that word. Yeah, the the Muslims Um, that are being put in concentration camps, Pat? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. Um, PolitiFact rated Lester Holt's program as totes true. Uh, at publishing time, the Babylon Bee was informed everything was fine. MSNBC, ABC, CNN, and Fox News never existed, and neither do we. History has stopped. Nothing exists except an endless present in which the party is always right. So, um, yeah, this is like straight out of 1984. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bigly. Yeah. Bigly out of nineteen eighty four. So well done. Well done on that satire. Um sadly nineteen eighty four has proven to be coming true in more ways than one. It's frightening. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Frightening. It's like All George right. Orwell was uh, a prof a, a prophet rather than an author or a novelist. I, I can't believe uh a Mormon went the profit route. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't, but I'm just, you know, being <laughs> so with all of that, having been said, uh, we win a hundred dollars of Izzo's totally above board, not uh pyramid Ponzi scheme money. I- I'm happy about that. Or it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either way, we win more of Izzo's money, uh, which by the way, Hey, Izzo, Pay us now. We need interns too. Anywho, um, so we've been going over the Rescue America package, right, over the past week or so. So we're going to continue that, right, Matt? Yes, let's do that. Hard transition from uh, Dude Looks Like a Lady to uh, (laughs) Rescue America. I think you just found today's show title. We'll see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, Rick Scott has come up with this plan that the, apparently the GOP is uh, frightful of. So frightful that uh, Mitch McConnell is running away as we speak still. Because God forbid you put anything on paper that says this is what you believe and this is what we're going to try to do policy-wise. God forbid the GOP has a platform that is defined. And other it's, than... It's, it's been- Vote for us because we'll, we hate everything the other side stands for. And it's been interesting, too, because you and I have agreed with a lot. We've also disagreed with a lot. And and while that's happening, I find that I'm respecting Rick Scott more and more all the time because he was actually brave enough to put this out there. Absolutely. 
So number six on this, and by the way, do not forget the afterthought, is all about Ukraine, opposition, and um, crackdowns, shall we say. And again, you can do that by going to criticalthinking.locals.com backslash subscribe, $2 a month, $20 for the annual subscription, or you can use the code NEWERA. If you are a new subscriber, get one month for free. Check us out and see what we're doing there. All right, so government reform and debt is point number six um, after talking about economy and growth last Friday. Rick Scott says that many government agencies should be either moved out of Washington or shuttered entirely. Yesterday's old government is fundamentally incompatible with the digital era. The permanent ruling class in Washington is bankrupting us with inflation and debt, so they must be removed. For you to have more, Washington must have less. I don't disagree. I really don't. There there should be less people doing less work. And the the minimal the minimalization of government in our lives starts with the minimalization of people that exist to run government. The bureaucracy, the the heft of our government has to stop. But I will say this, Pat, the complete digital digitalization if I could speak, of our government is also scary because whose hands are in control of that digitalization? That's where we have to have people who understand technology, who understand how it actually works to the, to the point of, I'm not an astrophysicist, but I know what space is. Well, do you know how it works? This is a point where expertise does matter because you have to be able to get the the transparency and the functionality correct. So let's go through the plan, though, Pat. Enact term limits for the Washington ruling class, 12-year limits for Congress and government bureaucrats. The exceptions come for national security reasons only. No, thank you. Because hi, Hitler. Hi, Zelensky. Hi, Putin. Hi, every autocratic ruler of all time. This is for national security reasons. So, so you're saying no to the national security reasons, right? Like you're not. Yeah, I no agree with the term limits, limits, but get rid of the. Why, why do we need an exception for national security? Oh yeah, that's a great question. I don't know, and I don't, I don't like it either. Because this is, again, what? We're trying to buttress against the overreaching of government and the authoritarian nature of government right now in the United States. That's authoritarian. I'm going to use that exemption, right? I'm going to pull some bullcrap national security exemption, and I'm going to take over. Point number two, begin paying down debt. Debt equals politicians stealing from our future and stealing from all of us right now with inflation. Absolutely. This, yes. We're, we're seeing it right in front of us, even if, you know, um, Jen Psaki, uh, Jimmy's older sister, doesn't uh, doesn't see it. <clears throat> Forbid politicians from becoming lobbyists and cashing in on their public service. Absolutely. There should be no, no future as a lobbyist. Sorry. See you later. Bye-bye. Eliminate federal programs that can be done locally. Any government function that can be handled locally should be. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely should be. Move most government agencies out of Washington and into the real world. Alternatively, turn them into private businesses. Or, uh, or you know what I mean? Or, or just have those functions be done by private business. Okay, yeah. So, so I, I hear you on that, but the, my, my head went immediately to like, well, why not just get rid of them? There are some, uh, there are some functions of government that are going to have to happen. I mean, it's just. But, but I think I, I think I think that to your point though. Right. It's it's you either get rid of them or you move them to a private business. Correct. Mm. Sell off all non-essential government assets, buildings, and land, and use the proceeds to pay down our national debt. Yes, yes, and yes. Yes. All federal legislation sunsets in five years. If a law is worth keeping, Congress can pass it again. No. 
And here's why. If they're going to pass a law that says um, African-Americans can vote, right? Or they pass, is that a constitutional amendment or Mm -hmm. a law? I think you would get many more constitutional amendments to make sure that that's enshrined into law for all time. But but I guess here's here's my question because I know he's talking about all federal legislation sunsets in five years. Can, can we define like what that le- what what that legislation would look like? Because like I could see where yeah you do have things that are permanent, but then you also have things that aren't. So like right right. It, it, but what I'm saying is have a limit. What I'm saying is then they can't do like the the new Civil Rights Act right that it sunsets right. in five years. Then you have to go the constitutional route, and I and I right. like that aspect of it. Right, you're going to force them to use the mechanisms of which the Constitution gave them. You want to make something permanent, make an amendment. You want to do legislation, make it temporary. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we have used legislation and executive power to make things that should have been temporary permanent. Right, especially in the uh, omnibus bills and and all the crap that we've seen lately. He continues to say, though, that all government bids and contracts should be publicly available on the internet. They are already, aren't they? If not, they should be. If government fails to comply with the law, citizens must have the right to sue to force them to comply. Yes. Yes. That's a great check and balance right there. Now, it can't be frivolous, because the, the, the balance of that should be if you sue on a frivolous nature then you pay. There should be a fine for that. Right. There there should be something attached to that because we can't keep hanging up legislations and things like that for frivolous or frivolous reasons. No government employee, by the way, can make more than five times the national median individual income. Or alternatively, you can't make anything more than the national median income. How does that sound? If you are a government employee that is not a senator, a um, you know, that type of individual. If you are not, let's put it this way, if you are not a head of an agency or a head of something like that, uh, because you do want to be able to attract good employees. Right. I understand that. So maybe I agree with this more than than I think, because you, you need some flexibility there. But I think a a non-management position, you should never make more than the median individual income in the area in which you work. Continuingly, he says, we will bar the federal government from using your tax dollars for advertising campaigns. For so things like, like uh, get your boosters and all that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell no. You No, no. There's no reason for any of that. I don't want your propaganda coming on my TV and knowing that I've paid for that crap. No way. Furthermore, we will drastically simplify the tax code and eliminate the advantages of those who can afford tax lawyers and lobbyists. I don't disagree with that. I really don't because I I, I see it in my own business, right? I right. see the ability to take advantage of the tax code as it exists, and I'm grateful for that. But at the end of the day, I would much prefer, hey, you're a business, you're paying 10%. Hey, you're an individual, you're paying 15 or or whatever, Ultimately, I know that taxation is theft, but you don't get to no individual income tax if you don't simplify overall the tax code. He continues to say that we will immediately cut the IRS funding and workforce by 50%. I don't know that you can necessarily do that unless you simplify the tax code. Let me ask you something. Is the IRS necessary? There are some functions of the IRS that are necessary, right? How do you collect the taxes? How do you collect all of that? There has to be a human element to that. You can't digitize mm-hmm. everything. So so I guess my question is, can't we just make the IRS literally at its basic functions of what we actually need it for? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you might need some enforcement people and, and people who are anti-fraud. You might mm-hmm. need, you know, some of those things. And you can make the argument the FBI gets involved there, but... Um, The FBI's anti-fraud stuff is not geared this way. But anyway, he continues to say that we're going to allow veterans to choose how they access health care, either through the VA or private providers, whichever they prefer. I can tell you right now, 90% of them are going to tell you F off to the VA. 
Right. Um, isn't that already? Shouldn't that already have been a thing? Mm-hmm. And then uh, finally, is, is it al- isn't it already a thing though? Um, no, <clears throat> it is not. It's only a thing where the VA doesn't exist. Gotcha. Okay. And it's only for very certain things. But he continues, and finally, to say, force Congress to issue a report every year telling the public what they plan to do when Social Security and Medicare go bankrupt. What? Huh? I'll I'll need him to explain that one to me. I'm going to need some explanation to that. Overall, I think this is a good start. This is... You have to remember, we can't get to the pie in the sky without building a base. And I think this is a pretty good base to start with. I have a few qualms here and there, but that's just libertarian versus conservative uh, viewpoint. Right. Again, I agree with most of this. Yeah. I would say 95%. I agree with, but I would, I would rather, I would rather agree with 95% than, than have nothing at all. Yep. All right, so then tomorrow we're going to move on to fair, fraud-free elections. This one should be interesting. Um, But, Pat, your final thoughts on today's show. Do not forget we're going to talk about Zelensky, Ukraine, and political opposition in the afterthought over at criticalthinking.locals.com backslash subscribe. Use the code NEWERA. Again, use the code NEWERA for a free month to check out what we're doing. Until that point, don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And what is a woman? Please be smart, be safe, be kind. As always, Matthew 547. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.